Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling. Mookie Blaylock, Bimbo Coles, Calbert Cheney, Joey Devine, Chris Porter, Vontigo Cummings, Sarunas Yasakevichus, Jason Caffey, Sean Keane, Zarko Kabarkabo! Jer Mario Davidson! Special guest, Alien Langford! Steve Logan! Patreons, Tyler Moss! Thank you, Tyler! Brian Darling! Thank you, Ryan! Sam Tillman! Thank you, Sam! Musical guest, Billy Joel, featuring DJ Eli Freshmode. And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are here with a brand new episode. I'm here, uh, first off, I should say, I hope you all had a very... Merry Nuka, whatever, whatever holidays, winter solstice, whatever holidays you uh, celebrate, we hope that you had a good one, um, and we hope that uh, you're staying safe out there with uh, Omicron. I'm here, as always, with my uh, co-host, America's Uncle Dad, Sean Keen. I'm good, I'm good. I don't have Omicron. Yeah. Um, I had a, I mean. We're all com- going to have it. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I might have it. I don't know. I got a rapid <laughs> test. Maybe I'll take one after this podcast. You can't get it from podcasting, can you? I don't. I don't know. It's, it's I, I extra. It's all I know is it's uh, extra um, viral, but also not viral enough for uh, capitalism to stop. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I think I think as long as I'm podcasting or listening to someone named Nate podcasting mm-hmm. about covid i'll be fine yeah you'll be safe for sure um we have a special guest today sean Ooh. um he's the host of the folding towels podcast he's my college roommate but most importantly he's the greatest wedding dj in this country that we live in the united states of america <laughs> Uh, give it up for DJ DJ Eli Fresh Mode himself, Elliot Langford. Elliot, how are you? I am fan. I'm so happy to be here. I got. I just right out the gates have to get that out of the way. So happy to be here, guys. Oh, good. Well, we're having a uh, music, a Warriors and musical themed episode specifically for you. Oh, you know, I love music, you know? I mean, gosh. Well, you are a fucking DJ, so. Yeah, dude, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Elliot, you actually DJed one of our Patreons. I would say one of our biggest fans' weddings. That is a small small world stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And that was a uh, random occurrence. Um, You didn't find each other in the Discord, did you? No, which remains no. popping off. By yeah, the it way, it is popping at off. only three dollars yeah. a month. Patreon.com/slash/roundrockpod. <laughs> oh yeah, I have to do all that stuff at roundrockpod on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com. Sean, you've been posting uh, Patreons like mad. What what have you done uh, this last few uh, <laughs> um, weeks? We have a great episode where I talked to you when you were driving over uh, the grapevine, the mountains. Uh, that protect L.A. from uh, invaders who don't have enough horsepower, I think. I was going to say they protect uh, they protect Los Angeles from Bakersfield, but sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and those, those outlets are. Um, and then uh, tomorrow we'll have another edition of The Bulls Are Back in Town. Uh, it's our third episode. That features friend of the program, uh, Brendan McGowan. Great. And uh, we're going to you're gonna have in the next few days a uh, a breakdown of the Jack Reacher Amazon trailer mm-hmm. with America's preeminent <laughs> Jack Reacher expert, mm-hmm. uh, Damon Agnes. And then uh, also in a few days, we'll have the newsroom episode two episode up here eventually with uh, our friend Matt Lee, the fraud cast. He has agreed to do it, Sean. That's news to Sean right now. Both news to our listeners and to Sean. I'll I'll be watching reluctantly, as always. <laughs> the last one the last one took me about three hours to get through, uh-huh. I'll be honest. Because yep. I occasionally pause it and just walk around and try to remember to inhale through my nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um all right, uh, and oh, thank you, t-shirts. You can buy t-shirts. You can call us on the phone. All that information is in the description of the episode. And uh, let's do some news, right? Should we do Hell some yeah. news? Hell yeah. All right, here we go. Bring it. 
This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, our first. The Houston Rockets imploded in the middle of a game? Uh, yeah, they did. They did. Uh, so a coach, which coach was it? Was it, uh, which coach was it? It was not Wes Unseld. John Lucas. John it Lucas. was John Lucas. Yeah. So John Lucas, God, why am Wes I? Wes Unseld why... is coaching the Wizards. Uh, well, exactly. Um, I just, look, I can, I confuse <clears throat> all those, uh, like pretty good Hall of Famers from the, uh, late seventies and early eighties. <laughs> uh, John, John Lucas, uh. Probably probably missed a little too much time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, John Lucas yelled at Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood at halftime. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Wood, according to Shams, threw an object. And, and then <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. threw an object and then got in his car and left. And then Christian Wood refused to come back into the game when they went to substitute him. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, we con- which... can we confirm if it was soup or not? Was it soup well, again? That was, Is this... Look, oh, I sorry. tweeted that at <laughs> Brian Windhorst. I was like, the, when it happened, I was like, Brian Windhorst, what flavor soup was it? <laughs> Did not get an answer back. Okay. Um, but <laughs> so the the Rockets, the Rockets. By the way, there was some there was some lying involved, Joey. Did you know that? I did not. But Ooh. the first thing, what I wanted <laughs> to say first off yeah. the bat is that it was actually uh, a positive for Rockets fans at the game because it meant to it meant they got to watch more Alperin Sangoon instead of Christian Wood. Right? Can we all agree on that? I I have not watched a second of Alperin Sangoon oh, this great, year, Joey. Dude. He's so fun. Ooh. He's on the Rockets, though. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry to all our Rockets fan <laughs> friends, but uh, it hasn't really been a priority for me this year. I'm sorry. I mean, he's got a name that rolls off the tongue. I mean, it's a, it's a household name. Well, he's really fun. He's really good. You guys should check him out sometime. All right. Uh, well, wow, the Alperin Sangoon uh, mini podcast will also be starting. And also, it's we're sweet. saying his name wrong. It's Shengun. My mistake. <laughs> Is he hurt or something? Uh, he might have COVID. I don't know. <laughs> oh, everybody has COVID. I don't know why I'm asking. Oh, my God, is this guy hurt? It's like, no, they, they all have COVID. It's like, I haven't seen him for five, six days. Uh, he has. He actually has an injured ankle mm. instead. Well, get get well soon, Alperin Shengun. He's shooting 50% from the field, averaging a big... Uh, Nine and four point eight. It's rad. He's good. I'd rather in the hearts of millions, <laughs> right? Am I right? He also uh, has like a weird, weirdly a lot of hair and a, and a very tiny amount of beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like he ran out of like uh, materials when he was making an art project of his own face. <laughs> like he uh, just went too hard on the hair. I was like, I guess, I guess he's getting a wispy mustache and a tiny chin-only goatee. So my question for you, Sean, is uh, the Rockets were already trying to trade Christian Wood. Is this going to help his uh, trade value? No, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really sure what the market is for Christian Wood because he's making a lot, but not that much. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes like 14. This year and next, I think something like that. I don't really care how much it is. I just 
I'm giving you a ballpark figure. <laughs> this isn't that kind of podcast, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the same time, I'm not sure that there's a lot of teams that are willing to like make a big move for Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the Rockets traded a first round pick to get him, but now they somehow got back like 12, so it didn't matter. For James didn't they have four first round picks last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and they got a bunch for James Harden, remember? Um. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and also they got uh, Porter for free because the president said he could, he could just leave teams, right? Like, that's okay with you know, the, the, he just left the Cavs. Like, okay, yeah, the, ca- the Cavs just let him go. They traded uh-huh. him for a top 55 protected pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like with the Rockets, like, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll just leave. And it sounds like to me like Christian Wood is just a big follower. Like, he's probably the guy behind um, Porter being like, yeah, yeah. No. And then leave. He's like, no, I can't do that. No, that's not being fair to Christian Wood because Christian Wood was famously not in the NBA. Even then, everyone was like, yeah, this is like the best guy not in the NBA. But guess what? He's a huge asshole. <laughs> Uh, that's like literally why he was in the G League for so long. Oh, because, is that really why? Yes, I didn't even know because he had such a bad attitude. Well, um, it does not. It does not sound like the Rockets are still mad at Porter. Uh, today, Steven Silas, the coach, mm-hmm. um, former Warriors assistant. <laughs> that's true. Um, I don't know if he's. Well, I'll, I'll look this up before. Um, he's he was quoted as saying he's emotional, a competitor, a good kid. If you really love somebody, you don't take one instance and say that's it. You love them. When stuff like this happens, you love them even more. That's a nice coach. Mm-hmm. That is Damn. a guy who is unfortunately going to get fired at the end of the <laughs> season. <laughs> so, he, was, he was just left in the kitchen and. Just made to assemble a bunch of shit sandwiches, and <laughs> Tillman's gonna fire him. But so wait, he did he like say that about guy. Christian Wood or Michael Porter Jr.? He said that about Kevin Porter Jr. Or sorry, Kevin. Wow, sorry, I'm sorry. I meant Kevin Porter Jr. Um, wow. It sounds like it sounds like Christian Wood. Okay, I kind of feel like. I don't want to be defending Kevin Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. I, if you're asking me to choose between a guy who just refuses to come into the game and a guy who gets so mad, he he throws something and like drives home in his uniform, Uh I'm taking the second guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like like Christian Wood was like a quitter and Kevin Porter was just more like, like he cared too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what Steven Silas is saying, too. I probably wouldn't love him more, though. I, I mean, have to, he, he I would also love him cared way less. too much about where his locker was to continue playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't forget that part of the story. God, who was it that came in? Torian Prince made him, like, yeah, lose his mind and Torian cut from the team? He also, I mean, he did... also punched two women that offseason, I believe. Ooh, we should have led with that. That's a uh, bad guy. Yeah. Um, he's had some he's had some legal issues, Joey. <laughs> uh so he the the charges he's had were improper handling of a firearm in a motor vehicle, mm-hmm. failure to control his vehicle, and misdemeanor possession of marijuana. Does mm-hmm. he have other he must have another issue. No, he punching definitely a, punched a, punching a woman, a woman in, the in the face. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, it, that was that was a less immediate uh, charge because the legal system. Like, 
a random woman, if I remember right, like like on the street. Like it, I don't know, it was fucked up. Um, whatever it was. Um, they not that s- it's not that it's better if you punch like a woman you know, obviously, <laughs> but like God. I, I mean just, a little bit. No, 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 no. Joey, no. <laughs> um anyway, I'm gonna no, no, no. say he's, he's he's a troubled <laughs> he's a troubled young man. And uh Oh, oh, and last year, do you remember he 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 got a like into a into a fight accidentally. Yeah, I think that's I mean, the same that fight. I think the fight and the punching a woman all happened in the same day and might be no, part no, of no, the same didn't. fight. Oh, it's that, not it's Jesus. Just, it's, it's not. Oh, uh, well, that, that one, Kevin Porter it's troubling. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff. So apparently, Sterling Brown got into the wrong Sprinter van on oh, his way right. out of club and then yeah. they beat him up yeah I uh, forgot. this i remember now yeah and then uh now no this was at the booby trap strip club mm-hmm. which Been there. even yeah. the name warns you right this was in miami right if i remember right uh it was yeah it was in miami elliot you lived in miami have did you, go to did, booby, in miami. did you go to the booby trap strip club at any point well uh yeah oh yeah like I, I I had like a job there for a little while I was the um yeah it got real weird <laughs> I heard I heard they're really into heat culture like they demand that when you start working at the script club they take a topless picture of you yeah. and then they they have to chart your progress to make sure that you're working yeah, hard enough my twenty seven percent body fat just missed the uh, <laughs> just missed the, the yeah at the booby trap. Um, so the other thing, well, f- the, the craziest part about that story is that a bunch of guys beat the shit out of Sterling Brown because he got in the wrong van. Um, Elliot, have you ever gotten in the wrong van in Miami? Um, <clears throat> no, no, uh, I don't think so. I did have a moped for a while that was pretty... It was pretty cool. I I really got around there, and um, you know, even though I got the moped, still nobody talked to me, and I didn't everybody hang out with. <laughs> well, Very I, weird. I do remember a story about you going to a bar and a guy inviting you to a bang bus shoot, and you being like, "No, no, yeah. thanks." Yeah, uh, no, I'm I was good. about to tell a story, but I wasn't sure if we were going to go there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, this has already gotten the explicit tag. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. But I said it was when I said booby trap, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, that's it. Movie. No kids. Um, no kids. Okay, so uh they susp- they uh one game suspension uh for each player. Christian Wood it cost him ninety and Kevin so Porter Jr. it cost him twelve thousand dollars. But just and John Wall still it. didn't play or what? And John Wall still did not play, yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's even in an emergency situation, they're like John Wall's not going to throw anything, but he also might throw out his back. <laughs> and we haven't. There's been no news on what got thrown, right? That's no news. I get. It's probably a chair, right? I mean, it would be really weird if they were serving soup at halftime, because <laughs> that's that that would lead to being in last place in the Western Conference. I, I mean, think. that's not a good halftime I, snack. I, I I think it had to have been a a, a, a unused. Or probably used COVID tests. I mean, this is oh, so, yeah. everywhere. If they leak that, he would just become 
like he and Annis Cantor would start hanging out, I yeah. think, immediately. Be like, guess on my Substack. Um, <laughs> Talk about how uh, Cleveland didn't let you, they tried to stifle your free expression when you were just using your First Amendment rights to swear at an equipment manager about your locker being moved. Uh, well, that would involve Annis Cantor not um, being crypto racist about stuff, though, Sean. Oh, All right. That's like. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what I want to when I have a question though, I want yeah. this leads to a question. They probably weren't uh, serving soup at halftime. You're correct, but my question for you guys is: What NBA player is most likely to eat soup at halftime? Oh, current. Um, yeah, current. I, I I I mean, this feels like maybe I'm being a little stereotypical. Mm-hmm. But I am purely focusing my thoughts on Eastern Europeans. <laughs> sure. Is that fair? Is that racist? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on the soup. Is it borscht? Uh, then, yeah, I probably. Yeah, I, okay, I so it. so I think Luca I Garza it. is a strong candidate. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Elliot, but what I think, do you think? I, I, well, I, so you got me thinking. So when I think of soup, I think of boring, just straight up, like mm-hmm. waste of time soup. But then I think about, you know, Donna and then McNabb. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, there, right. You know, and his mom. So it's got to be Bobot. He can sell anything. He makes it sexy. Yeah, I could see that. Him I don't doing think it Bobon's like eating soup at halftime. For endorsement reasons, for well, endorsement you, reasons, oh. sure. But I just think they got him. They hold got on, him keep talking. I'm gonna on the up. carpet right now. <laughs> I just think if Boban eats and everything, it takes so much exertion to move that body. Mm. I oh. think he'd throw up this. It, 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 he would reject it. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, right. it's, yeah. it's it's he has such a weird body too because he's really ripped. Oh yeah. I think if he ate one of them, it would be pasulj. That's traditional Serbian bean soup. I mean, the nice. the all time answer is Delavadova, right? Because he was also drinking two pots of coffee. Oh yeah, at halftime. I, I could yeah. also see him heating up one of those Campbell's soups to go, like in the styrofoam. Oh, yeah. oh, I could I could see drink him like the just sipping, sipping like a cup of noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also I also feel like it could be Kevin Looney because he has famously come out and said how fifteen million dollars in the Bay Area just does not go very far. Mm-hmm. And so he's like looking to he's buying bulk. He's like turning sixty nine cents into a meal. That's that's my answer now. He also moves like he's full of soup. So, oh God! Like his hips, are, <laughs> yeah. yeah, made of beef stew. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, Australia's most popular soup is pumpkin soup. This is a dubious claim, but <laughs> see, I I think of soup as like being like an old timey thing, right? Like, uh, who's the most old timey guy in the NBA? <laughs> I I honestly think it's a guy who's trying to make his leftovers uh, last longer. <laughs> Yeah, uh, who's the cheapest yeah. guy in the NBA? <laughs> I mean, it would be Sean Marion, but he didn't even cook. He was yeah. just like McDonald's dollar menu or Wendy's discount menu because he chose a one bedroom condo in Phoenix uh, because it had drive throughs, uh-huh. two different drive throughs on the same like. Well, and uh, Andre Miller, walk, Andre Miller famously would go to the buffet before the game, the like media buffet. So he could Dang. save his per diem. It's he, 
I could see him making soup out of whatever leftover chicken tenders he was taking from yeah, the media I could buffet, see, I could right? see Andre doing that. He had like he had like dad energy. I could also see Andre Miller like inviting everybody over to his house and they're like, Hey, what do you make for us? And he's like, Fried rice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, Sean. Tony Parker's house is for sale. Do you want to run uh-huh. us through that? Yeah, I uh, thank you. Thank you to um I, I've already for, I believe. What's that? Sadate. Oh, is that who sent it this? Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. It was also on uh like a like a site that was like Zilla porn or something. I don't yeah, even yeah. know. <laughs> uh, Zilla yeah, gone wild. Yeah. <laughs> Zillow gone wild. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he is selling his house, and he is selling this house for $19.5 million. Uh, it's it's listed as being listed on 9 Rue Parker. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling, uh, I mean, it's it's 53 acres, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's a street Tony Parker may be paid for. Uh, um, yeah, because it's in French, yeah. Um, yeah and, I was, and you can't... And, and also uh, has a name in it. <laughs> Uh, it has ten bedrooms. It has eight full baths, only four partial baths, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, this house is pretty ridiculous, Joey. It's well, just outside of San Antonio. The thing we need to talk about is this uh-huh. line here: a wine enthusiast yes. dream <laughs> featuring a temperature-controlled wine room storing up to fifteen hundred bottles with dedicated magnum storage. Um, like and that. it's like, Robert I was going to make the same joke, John. <laughs> Count it. Um, it also has a water park, a theater, yes. a tennis court, have... a sand volleyball court. We'll get there, Elliot. A greenhouse, an herb garden, a fruit orchard, a tortoise enclosure. Oh, a 6,000 square foot gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most importantly, though, boasting one of the largest private water parks with speed slash body slides, lazy rivers, grottos, diving platform, and much more. I mean, this is incredible I'm stuff. In. He built a water I'm park in. at his house. That, I, I will say, while I love water parks, mm-hmm. that feels like something where. It's maybe like weird to do just by yourself at your house. Uh-huh. It also seems like, like the upkeep would be very difficult. Well, but if you're Tony Parker, you're not doing it by yourself, Sean. Yeah, I guess you're that's doing true. it with Brent Berry's wife. Yeah, if you, I want to sleep with him. <laughs> <laughs> if you tour the house, um, do they provide a blacklight? Because I think that's necessary for Tony mm-hmm. Parker's house. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, another question about his bottle storage, Joey. Uh-huh. Is that just so there's more ammunition for Chris Brown <laughs> for to Chris throw Brown champagne bottles yeah, at him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Tony Parker was once a victim in a crossfire. He was caught in the crossfire of a bottle-throwing f- fight between Chris Brown and Drake at a New York nightclub. I will tell you this right now. Um, there's one half of that pair that I blame and it's not Drake 
Um, I did okay, that's why. The... Did you see the picture of the wine room? No. It's really good. It's slide 14. Um, okay, moving to there's slide a 14. Chandelier, there's a chandelier that's supposed to look like it's in, like, a medieval castle. Uh-huh. And it looks like one of the, it has like a ladder, like you would see. This is normally would be a library, mm-hmm. but it's all uh, shelves with wine. And there's one of those ladders that slides along. There also appears to be a room that's just full of fuzzy beanbag chairs. Oh, hell yeah. On slide nine. If you go to slide nine. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Let me, let's go to slide nine and check that out. With hedges. With hedges outside to match, it looks like. My goodness. Wow, that is just puffy. A, a that's room weird. of puffy beanbag chairs. Yeah, yeah. and right, right. The plants also. That's weird. <laughs> I, I don't like that. That's I'd pay no less than eighteen five for it now after seeing that. So, uh, Sean, the, you're a water park enthusiast, though. I am. Are you looking at this water park right now? Number slide 24. Um, I was working my way there because I was, I was a little like freaked out Slide by the home 24. theater. <laughs> okay, so they've got a bridge, they've got a waterfall. There's a lot of water slides. Okay, so in there's this water there's park. like this is. I gotta say, um, and I'm not saying this necessarily says anything about Tony Parker's sexual proclivities, mm-hmm. but uh, seems grotto heavy. It is grotto heavy. I, this water park, I, I would say, yeah, it's yeah, like you're in grotto. And there's, I do, I do have a couple of things there, Sean, because I got yeah. inspired to see the water park because that, I mean, this is magical. I mean, yeah. this is the water park. Um, so I thought to myself, and this is a real question I had: Are there water parks in France? Yes, oh, I went to one. Wait, no. what? Yeah, no, a French water park. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. When I was like twelve, we went to France. Uh, we spent the like uh, two weeks in France with our English uh, fr- family friends from, and one of the things we did was go to water slides. But it was very cheap. Like it was like an indoor. It was like if a YMCA had like two water slides mm-hmm. and very did, indoors. Did they have? Did they have like a lazy river that was only no. lazy because it got two months vacation? No, but here is the most fucked up thing. So okay, here we go. They they didn't let you wear swim trunks. You had to wear speedos. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. And, and we nine? had swim trunks, so we had to buy like four speedos <laughs> to go to this stupid French water park. Okay, so th- so things have obviously changed because I looked it up. And local laws in France require men to wear swimming trunks rather than mm-hmm. shorts. Um, so I guess you can't wear jean shorts, cotton shorts, mm-hmm. the like. You have they they've loosened it up so not everybody has to wear. Yeah, they they forced us to wear speedos. There must have been yeah. some sort of uh, litigation that sprung that. And also said a lot of them make you uh, wear swim caps. So I mean, something happened. Yeah, I, like, uh, well, well yeah, I mean, it, I think, you know what it is? It's because of that French attitude uh, towards bathing, I'm going to uh, say. <laughs> I, have, I have actually been to uh, the park that, uh, the opposite of a European water park, mm-hmm. I think, is uh, uh, the, the, the successor to the legendary Action Park in New Jersey, yes. mm-hmm. which is now called the Mountain Creek 
water park. Sure. Did you go and, on that dangerous rope swing? Uh, they didn't have that, but they were bringing back the water slide with a loop when oh, I was there in 2015. Oh my Lord. <laughs> and I had been joking about it. And then there was a giant sign that was like, it's coming back. Uh, but there, <laughs> there was one attraction that was just like, um, jump off this high platform. Mm-hmm. And the, the platform itself was like very wet and kind of, uh, Kind green of like stuff. slick, yeah, like green, green stuff. And there was like a he looked like he was like 19 there. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend I was with was like, Hey, this used to be Action Park, right? And he was like, Oh, yeah, it used to be really fucking dangerous. He was also smoking. Mm-hmm. He was like, He like, <laughs> I think he didn't have to be a lifeguard because it was just a thing you jumped off of. Sure. He just said, like, oh, it used to be really fucking dangerous. Now this park's kind of for pussies. I'm like, you're 19. How are you <laughs> Why are you talking to me like this? And then we jumped off the thing. It was like, yeah, like jumping off something high. Um, all right. Uh probably enough of Tony Parker's. Well, no, there's a question I have about Tony Parker's water park. Has yeah. Tony Parker ever been on either of these water slides? Because I'm gonna say no. Oh, I think he. I think he has. I don't. No, he, no, no. He's smashing in the grotto the whole time. Yeah. Come on now. This is I, what you. This is no. This is you build this so your uh, the woman you're sleeping with's children have something to do. Oh, that's gross and so Doesn't true. Oh, have children though. I think he's been on a water slide with one of his children before. That's all. Okay, we'll just keep defending Tony Parker's honor. Yeah, gross. Oh. Right. <laughs> but also, Tony Parker kind of looks like he's always a little bit wet anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all right, sure. and finally, Sean, Hassan Whiteside has bought something. What do you, you want to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, this is just... Um... Okay, Hassan Whiteside. First one off, of, run through uh, our number one Hassan Whiteside story ever. Uh, that was when Hassan Whiteside was playing for the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. and he left a dangerous weapon in his unlocked car. It was a $30,000 assault rifle. It was a 50000 Oh, sorry, $50,000 assault, 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 assault rifle that he had custom made. And we are uh, once, and I believe I said it when it happened, but I guarantee uh, he saw that gun in a video game and paid to have it made. All right, keep going. He he bought a $50,000 assault rifle at a Miami firearms store. Elliot, we're used to hang out in your uh, Miami. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, when I you weren't when you weren't at the bang bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I did, uh, it's when I got in the wrong van, we, we ended up at that gun store. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he had it stolen. He, he well, he he went. He bought the fifty thousand dollar assault rifle. He went and put it in his car. He didn't lock it, and he went back into the gun store. And then he claimed. It was taken when he went for an off-season workout at the University of Miami mm-hmm. and left his door unlocked. But no, someone in the parking lot saw him put a $50,000 murder weapon, mm-hmm. uh, mass shooting weapon, I would say, technically, right? Sure. Uh, and then they just saw him check the door, took the gun, and left. And apparently he didn't notice for hours. Uh, he also bought ammunition, mm-hmm. a silencer, and a bag to carry the weapon. And they, they recovered the ammunition and the silencer. Because that's what you want on an assault rifle, a silencer. <laughs> Keep it nice and 
nice and chill. Well, you know what goes perfectly, Sean, <laughs> with a $50,000 assault rifle? Uh-huh. Uh, a uh, $330,000 six-wheel truck named Big Shirley. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, this is, so here is Hassan Whiteside becoming, uh, John Popper. That's my question here, Sean. This one? <laughs> from, uh, from Blues Traveler. Yeah. yeah. Remember when they found him in his Y2K car that was full of guns? Mm-hmm. His Mad Max mobile? <laughs> I mean, this looks like a Mad Max mobile. It really uh-huh. looks like the really ugly car from the Dark Knight. The the Batmobile. You're, I mean, like, you mean yeah, the but Batmobile? The, well, I mean, when it converts into that, like, wall... Cr- wall Oh, I guess that maybe that's three. Yeah, no, because three it just becomes a motorcycle. Um, it's it's. Uh, I mean, one two. where it can like drive up walls. Is that two? I don't remember, man. It Probably. doesn't matter. It has six <laughs> wheels. Uh, and hey, Elliot, do you know why they call it Big Shirley? First um, off, they don't call it Big Shirley. Sorry, he, he calls, calls it Big. Shirley. I mean, it, Big Shirley is printed on the it's side of it. Printed on the side in Mad Matt. In not, I mean, sorry, in um. A team font, yeah, and the ca- the whole car is kind of like it looks like the Tesla Cybertruck if like yeah. it were the Batmobile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, this thing looks terrible. It, oh it's God. really bad, right? Um, it's a 2020 Jeep Wrangler Sahara, mm-hmm. which was molded into a truck with six massive wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought the car two years ago when he joined the Blazers, and he just finish the work on the behemoth he has he ha, he's a big jeep enthusiast apparently oh good good for him uh this is his car then this is the one for you yeah and he calls it big shirley because the car is big and good looking like a country mama i i will say i don't like the phrase country mama <laughs> and uh no yeah, i just right. i just don't i I, no offense well, uh, to country mamas out there, but like, uh, okay, so I just want to read a quote from the Salt Lake City Tribune, who I'm, I'm getting most of this information from. Great journalism you're doing out there, oh. guys. Um, <laughs> that big engine in a massive vehicle doesn't get great mileage, as you may have guessed. While Whiteside <laughs> didn't know his specific miles per gallon number, he did note that he was filling up his tank nearly every day just after driving to the Jazz's practices and games. To deal with this problem, he added an additional fuel tank to the machine to up the total fuel capacity to 34 gallons. So now he only has to go every other day great. to drive 10 miles. <laughs> well, that's insane. a passion is... project. Um, anyway, that's kind of how... Um, he plays basketball too, right? All right. Uh, <laughs> let's let's bring Elliot on. Like, well, here's why we brought Elliot on, right, Sean? You want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, let's do that, and then we'll do some other Warriors talk. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, love it. So, Elliot, you recently went to the chain. I did. I did. I've been. I've been twice now. I have yet to go, Sean. Uh, Sean, you've gone twice, right? Uh, once. Mm. I saw Steph score 50 against the Hawks, but that was my only. Nice. Uh, and Elliot, you yeah, saw was, him score. I was uh, there just I was 30, 48, 43, 30, 43 against the Grizzlies. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a great, yeah, very cool place. We sat in the Budweiser um, 
you know, lower, uh, lower corner cabana thing. Uh, it was, yeah, it wasn't cabana. Budweiser doesn't, they wouldn't, that's misbranded. No, it was, I can't remember what it was called, but it was, it was a great time out. Well, cause I have a complaint. I've yet to go and I have a huge complaint about what they're doing okay. at the Chase Center besides filling it full of tech assholes who don't actually care that much about basketball. My bigger problem is they've changed the intro music. Uh, the music they play before tip-off. Famously, before games, the Warriors would play a bizarre... For years, how long do you think they were playing? A decade. A decade. A decade, they would just play the drums from The Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. It would be the drums, but then... Yeah, yeah. But then, recently, they added uh, this bizarre remix of California Love. While the drums of the beautiful people played, and there's something like I would never initially have, would not have guessed that this was California Love. Right, um, but it, you can tell it's California <laughs> Love because eventually the robot starts saying California Love. Yeah. Um, but but those two, no, was, hold on, hold on. Yeah. They can't. They cannot be going on at the same time, are they? They were. They would like. They would like fade That's... them in and out. They would like mix them in that, and out. That's that 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 sound that you just played mm-hmm. was like Marilyn Manson's torture chamber that he had in his <laughs> in his home. Like that's perfect for that. Well, yes, that is first off. Oh. Uh, it's obviously it's obvious why they can't use the people now. Um, it's obvious because we oh. can't give Marilyn, but instead because he's a <laughs> terrible, he... horrible person. It, it feels like he's just been the same level of canceled for a long time, though. I think he got extra oh, canceled yeah. this summer, Sean. Um, he got extra canceled this summer. That's okay. why they've right. stopped paying him money. It was just um, very weird that they were using the drum part from a Marilyn Manson song at all. It, yes, and they did it for twenty years because before it was the intro, they would just play it. Like during big moments after timeouts, like whoever was the DJ, yeah, yeah, whoever played was the DJ just fucking loved the drums oh, with yeah. the beautiful people. <laughs> I think um, I think it was Paul from the Wonder Years. <laughs> um, but now instead they're playing. I would describe it, I looked for it, I couldn't find it online, but I would describe it as the worst remix of sis- of Sister Sledge's We Are Family in the world <laughs> at tip-off. And nothing gets me less hyped than hearing a song that's A, a bad remix, B, like lame strength in numbers bullshit. And see, already a song for a championship sports team. Right, Sean? We Are Family is owned by, what, the 79 Pittsburgh Pirates? Is that correct? Yes, yes, that is, they are, that's the team. <laughs> 79 Pirates. Dave Parker, it, Willie Stargell, Alameda's, the king yeah, of Alameda. Alameda's own Willie Stargell, yeah. And also, the next lines are, I've got all the pictures Elliot, you're going to have to say that again. You sounded like uh, you were in a stuttering booth. <laughs> I'm just really upset over here. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next lines are, "We, are, I've got all my sisters with me. It doesn't uh-huh. make any sense to use it. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess the idea is it's like, 
What if they changed one of the lines to, we signed Damian Lee, um, because he's family, right? All right, um, but Elliot, we had you on because you're a DJ. Uh, where yes, can I our, am. Where can our friends hire you, uh, first off? Um, they could go to elifreshmode.com. It's a, it's a, it's a great website. Um, I love it. And, uh, you know, yeah, check me out if you want to, uh, if you're getting married anytime soon in California or parts of Nevada, let me know. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the hookup there. Um, so we asked you, um, to come up with a new intro for the Golden State Warriors because I hate the current one so much. Um, yeah. you came up and with was... three of them. <laughs> Yes, I was what more order, than ready to do this. And you you demanded that Elliot and I not listen. I mean, that Sean and I not listen to this these yet. So we haven't even heard them. Yeah, this is going to be a very pure reaction. And, and that's really what I was hoping for, because um, I'm proud of these three. I did a lot of a lot of lot of uh, work and thought into this. Um, as you know, been Warriors fan. Actually, the listeners don't know. Mm-hmm. Been a Warriors fan with uh, with you guys for quite some time now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 25 years or so at least. And, um, and the Warriors before they were good, they really, uh, spoke to me on a lot of levels. And I, I definitely had some favorites in there mm-hmm. and some favorite moments, um, from many of those times. I will say, and, um, yeah. you texted me that the, you, you hated the Warriors and that they were over the day they traded Kent Bazemore the first time. Oh. That's how that's how hot I boil for this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. <laughs> the first time, right? The second time hurt even worse. <laughs> but no, I, I put a lot of thought into this. So, so um, I gave it my honest effort. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of new. There's a little bit of old. Yeah, definitely okay, a lot of Franco. Okay, which one do you Finn. want me to play first? Okay, <clears throat> so I'm gonna set these up. Um, there's the the new intro retro. Mm-hmm. I yep. want you to set the first one first. This one, uh, you know, just I, I I thought about some things. I thought about you know Marilyn Manson, <laughs> the things that they obviously liked about him. Uh-huh. Uh, we, uh-huh. we wanted to carry over into this one. So uh, let's let's hit the new the retro okay. one first, please. For the Golden State Warriors, everyone's just like, this you can say, Steph Curry, ah, Kevin Durant, no matter what, they will just go nuts. This is crazy. But I was just happy to be here. Was that Andre Speedfriends at the end? <laughs> it certainly was, our guy, number 15. <laughs> So I went with the the new intro retro because you know be I my like baby yeah, yeah. Phil Spector another musical <laughs> class uh, act yeah yeah like another huge scary cockroach yeah yeah and but yeah. the the drums are big he loves his drums big just like they're the big people <laughs> they are big yes yes um all right which one do you want me to play next Elliot okay so I I I want to I want you to do the hip and new one next and I okay. want to load this one up. Um, you know, somebody uh, up there, like you mentioned prior, obviously really just really loves current hip. 
new <laughs> cutting edge music. Yeah, like uh, we are family. <laughs> yeah, and, like... and you know, beautiful people. <laughs> so um so mm-hmm. this and next one, yeah, go for it. This is right, being so... really proud of this one too. So do you wanna what's this one called again? This was the hip and new. Is there okay. one right. named just, hip and new? Yeah, yeah. No, I I have it. I just wanted you to tell the listeners what this one is called. Yeah. So this is hip and new, just for yeah for the for the kids. is our nation. And if you ain't with us, can I get a woo-woo-woo-woo? There you go. See? Great timeout entertainment. Hey, one second here. Come on, people. <laughs> you fans are the greatest fans in the world. That's that big <laughs> So there we go. Um, I'm fired up after that one. So that was uh, Rob Zombie's Dracula mixed with uh, Frank the Franco Finn. It certainly was Dracula. Maybe not everybody's familiar, but it's a it's a hot one. And you know what? I was actually going to suggest they should start. They should just use the drums from Dracula. I think you said that to me. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, and uh, I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at, um, Ellie, do you want to explain to the listeners who the other voices we're hearing? So, uh, one of the pivotal moments, um, this, this is for the deep cutters, the, uh, the people who, um, were livid when Monta Ellis got traded for, uh, Andrew Oh no, Bogan. they know, they know, they, they know the Rick Barry part. I mean, the <laughs> other person they're hearing a lot. We play. Franco the, Finn? Yeah. Yeah. I would say our listeners don't aren't that familiar oh man well you're okay you'll love the next one uh so uh franco finn is um is the voice of the inside arena the game ops he's the the voice of the warriors not the guy who says warriors girls but the uh i think died he's still there no he's still there he he just it's the warriors (laughs) dance team now but that's another story (laughs) well do you want to explain (laughs) how that guy how the over the head announcer says warriors girls <laughs> well okay yeah we could yeah uh so he would call out the uh this is one of the all-time all and also all these things had to happen because we had to entertain ourselves mm-hmm. during this trash basketball mm-hmm. um and franco finn actually does i listened to a whole interview how he explained all this um and he is the Franco Finn's the voice of the Warriors. He does the, the he does the intros. He's yeah. an MC. Yeah, he, the he, hype uh, he man, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Hi, but he does the yeah. It's great. But the other guy who has like an old timey voice, like uh-huh. yeah, see, like that. He's and, like the uh, guy who calls out the fouls and stuff. Yeah. But uh, when it came time for the the Warriors dance girls to come out, he was like, "Here are the Warriors girls," <laughs> and he uh, would always have his top hat in his hand and his cane was up and down, a mustache. But and yeah. it sounded like horny. It was like, oh yeah, 
Oh, it yeah. was like a Joel Gray from Cabaret. He yeah. like became yeah, that guy. All oh, yes, girls. <laughs> and, and then uh, the the thing that was like a joke to us, but obviously not a joke to someone. Uh, there was a fan who mm-hmm. kept yelling Candace every time the Warriors girls would be uh-huh. uh, doing their thing, screaming Candace. And From, I want to say we that happened in, like, several the games. Nosebleeds too. Still behind, yeah. behind this guy, just screaming, Candace! Yeah. Candace! Yeah. yeah. Uh, so where's Candace upsetting. now? I yeah. don't know, man. Okay. That was upsetting. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, our final one. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think I, I think you're really going to like this. So this one, you know, the original song was Beautiful People, very positive, very happy. So uh-huh. I wanted to go with, in that same vein, <laughs> I wanted to throw a little bit of that in there. And also yeah, another... Like, yeah. Uh, Another really current, you know, popular song mm-hmm. for the kids. So this one is called Intro Upbeat, I believe. Yes, right? yes, okay. for sure. Right, for here sure. We go. So there we go. That's that was my third and final offering for that. That one's great. Well, oh man. I'm gonna tell you right off the bat, I want Dragula. Give me yeah, Dragula. Number, number two is my favorite, but number three made me feel good. <laughs> I, it had to. Shiny happy people, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's us. Well, thank you for doing that, Elliot. I will forward these off to Joe Lacob right away. I have his signal. Um, and also, you know, uh, blind CC uh, DJ D Sharp because uh, that you know maybe he's gonna just th- throw them in yeah. there. <laughs> he could do that. I wouldn't be surprised. No, he's good stuff. Yeah, um, thank you. Speaking of shiny happy people, you know who's not a happy person at all? Warriors announcer Bob Fitzgerald. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> one of the most miserable fucks alive. Uh, and this week. <laughs> Uh, he had to apologize because uh, he was getting a little too uh, hot um, during the um, the Warriors Nuggets game. Sean, do you want to expl- uh, explain what Bob did? Good old so, Bob. So there were there were two incidents. We'll start with Bob Kalena. We got time for you. Mm-hmm. Um, he started talking about Austin Rivers, uh, who who has been rebuilding his career with the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And here was the quote from Bob Fitzgerald. I'll do it in a Bob Fitzgerald part. He got a big extension when, oh, wait, his dad was the coach. Seemed to work out all right. And, and then, then I Kalena, guess I'll do Kalena. You'd be Kalena. Uh, are you saying there was some nepotism there? I'm just saying, if you're going to give the money, might as well give it to your kid. Uh-huh. Um, and Austin Rivers actually got uh, upset about that. and Now, he got really him. mad about this. Um, should we read Austin's comments? Sure. Why don't you read Austin's comments? Okay. I'm going to not do an Austin Rivers impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am going to do it uh, as in the voice of another failed son, Fredo Corleone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is kind of funny, Michael. 
especially since it's coming from a guy who's never played a game of basketball in his life. His comments on myself and my teammate Faku were beyond disrespectful. I averaged 11 points per game, 12 points per game, and 16 points per game off the bench for a loaded Clippers team. I'm smart, Michael! While being a two-way player, yet he called me overpaid. Do you know how many guys in the league made more than me while not doing half as much and still do now? But because my last name, it's an easy diss and cop-out. For sure. Unprofessional. Um, look, we have said this about Austin multiple times on this podcast, but... We are not Bob Fitzgerald, so we are blameless. Uh, fuck Bob Fitzgerald. Austin By the Rivers way, just, just for the record, Austin Rivers was coming off a year where he averaged nine points, two rebounds, and and he received a three-year, $36 million contract from a team where his father was the team president. Um, except, uh, Austin Rivers is the good guy here. Bob Fitzgerald is always the bad guy because here's the thing. We can say this, but we, because Uh we are not, we are idiot comedians who run a podcast, not, um, a guy whose job it is to not comment on, uh, people's dads or whatever while he's calling. Instead, tell us what's happening in the basketball game. He's not hey, even he's the ripping. color commentator. He's, I'm just, I, I will say when I read his comments, they did not seem especially bad. Well, I mean, you haven't heard them. That's why, uh, it's in the classic sarcastic and oh, mean fits tone. Like that's yeah, the I mean, problem. I, I, that's why I you're reading them. Um, there's well, like, that's that's the problem. Is I'm sure Austin he must have heard a clip because reading it you wouldn't be mad, but you hear that whine, that no, yeah, self-satisfied. The clip, the clip went viral, general. Sean. On like these these two clips went viral on Twitter. Like people were. Well, yes, but oh, oh, people got outraged on Twitter. That's weird. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like people post a shitty Bob Fitzgerald clip every time, but these were like specifically. Uh, I would say bad. You could definitely say that that Bob Fitzgerald would never have said that to his face. Oh well, that's. I mean, he's he's. I mean, and also hearing anything in Bob Fitzgerald, so he could like, he could like be giving me a wedding toast, and I'd just be like that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, but but Kalena Ozabuki, as a as a good partner, he didn't want to leave. Bob Fitzgerald out to drive. By the way, they had to lead off the Utah Jazz game with a really pretty weak but also sad apology. They're like, oh, these are great guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do have the Azubuki clip. Here's the thing about uh, what I want to say about the Azubuki clip is uh, it's more embarrassing than the Austin Rivers thing, but worse. But but not worse when you hear him back to back, if that makes sense. Like, because yes, there's I, I agree. real anim- like it feels real off limits to hear Bob Fitzgerald talk about uh somebody's dad paying him because I'm sure his dad got him into fucking Notre Dame or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> or or think about this too, like Damian Lee is Steph Curry's, like, Mm brother-in-law. And, like, he didn't do something... Damian Lee's fine. But... I mean, Austin Austin Rivers is also Steph Curry's Mm brother-in-law. Yeah. 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 So he's he's peeing (laughs) in his own pool. Damn. Uh, Anyway, here's what they said about Facundo Campazzo. 
same sport in Argentina? Soccer. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I was thinking. He looked like a soccer player there. Uh, how could you call this? <laughs> I was wronged. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> he came up under Andre. That was clearly a foul. So I yeah. would say that he's bad the at thing is, it's it's dumb, <laughs> but it's my impression that it's almost just not even offensive. Does that make sense at all? Uh, I mean, it's it's so not an impression. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just embarrassing. It's just an embarrassing and bad riff. And I'm the person yeah, who's yeah, done yeah. bad riffs on this episode of this podcast. So I well, that, know that's what. That's what makes it extra painful, because I'm like, is that what I sound like when I try to do a voice? Uh, anyway, um, please bring back Jim Barnett and fire Bob Fitzgerald. Oh, um, and, like, here's the thing that I don't like about it. It's like, Kalen Azabuki is in a lose-lose situation, because he has to spend every night with Bob Fitzgerald, and Bob Fitzgerald has taught him... That uh, riffing is cool, and it's not. Neither of them are funny. Neither of them are good at it. It always surprises me when Kalena Azubuki, like, mentions he was a basketball player because, like, I forget because they, they don't talk about the game so much. Um, well, you know what they do do all the time is Bob Fitzgerald talks about, about how much golf? he loves – well, he talks about how much he loves four-year college players, uh -huh. knowing that Kalena Ozabuki had to turn pro early because his father was going to prison and he needed to provide for his family. Yeah. And just like other game, Bob Fitzgerald's like, you know why I like him? And Kalena's like, because he was a four-year college player. Because he was a four-year <laughs> college player. Uh, anyway, like he's a got. miserable fuck and I hate him. Please get him off my television. No one... Couldn't he have been fired for this one, even though I still don't think it was that bad? Couldn't that have no. been the thing that got no. fired? Nothing will no. ever get him fired. No, he he has so much he has so much cachet in that organization. They he'll say whatever they want him to say. Except I mean, his that, jokes are one of the reasons Kevin Durant left. <laughs> he's he's been there twenty four years, and no one has liked Not him the entire time. No, no, he has no, no fans. Mm -hmm. no. I mean, like people executives people who have like good jobs have gotten themselves in trouble trying to defend him anonymously on the internet mm -hmm. yeah although he himself has also tried to anonymously yeah. defend himself <laughs> yeah, on the internet it was tc fire embarrassing way um all right uh, <laughs> all right this is a little too okay can i ask a couple uh warriors questions to both of you we'll sure. make this kind of quick oh yeah um okay on a scale of one to twenty two what is your level of confidence in Andrew Wiggins? And let me just a caveat in case you were missing in case you weren't watching any minute of tonight's uh, broadcast when Bob Fitzgerald mentioned it 10 times. He's the NBA's best three point shooter shooter since December 1st. And it's not close. Great. <laughs> is he pulling up from Hayward? Um, uh, he he mentioned Fremont and Hayward tonight. Oh, by the yeah. way, Joey, oh, Lord, <laughs> it's so. Uh, he knows this team. He just knows this team. <laughs> um, I have. Uh, I you know what? It's it's going to be strange. I have so much confidence in him, um, because he just he shows up every single night, 
And like his baseline now is like a pretty good game. And then he has moments where he's like, he kind of goes off and goes nuts. And he's so bashful about it. Like, oh, shucks. I just like on my forehead almost hit the rim because I slammed it back so hard on somebody. Or I just made three three pointers in a row. Or I just locked these guys up. And he's just a really good basketball player. It's insane that I'm saying this. Well, what what are you? What's your level of confidence on a scale of one to twenty-two? Oh, I was gonna say twenty-two, but that I sound like a real Bob Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm let's go, let's go like my guy Andres Bedrins, fifteen, right there, boy, right? It was pretty good, pretty good. Uh, yeah, I I'm not buying this that much. Like, uh, he's been really good like he's been really pretty good um i don't think he's an all-star and the warriors pr machine is like revving up the all-star engine right now um but also i don't trust him to score when it gets hard um because he does kind of still disappear a little bit like when they don't have when it's hard to score uh i'm gonna give him like an 11 he's fine yeah like he's like a I trust him to be like the third guy when Clay comes back, but I still oh, don't yeah. think he's a second guy. No, no, never a second guy. And the other thing about that, he still plays defense quite a bit all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, so his defense I mean, is that's, really good. Um, that's, yeah, that, and that's that, useful. Yeah. yeah, totally. For uh, me, yeah. 17. 17. <laughs> I'm into him. He's just good now. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I just, I just but think is he he's an now established, Sean? like, no, but yeah, that, that's, I mean, cool. <laughs> I think, I think he's a top 40 player in the league. Probably. I don't, I have no idea what that means, but, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, look, I, I will say this. It wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world if he made the all-star team, but honestly, his stats are like, they're pretty good. I mean, he's scoring 19 points a game. I don't think that's going to get you on mm-hmm. the all-star game. Now he is, he is shooting 43%. From three, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's really great. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know that he's a forty-three percent shooter. He's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. He's just like, Sean, it's not even close. Player right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who is an all-star, but I'm, I'm gonna say that stat line isn't quite enough for me, for me personally. Mm-hmm. But if, yeah. if the all-star game had. 20 people on it instead of 12, you know, like, like, like that, that, that seems reasonable. I don't know. I don't know. Like Joey, do you think he's one of the 20 best players in the Western conference? Well, the Western conference is pretty bad, right? Um, I don't know. I'd have to look at a list. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, that seems about the range, right? Like a top 40 NBA player. No, no. He he's he he can't be an all star. I'll tell you this: I'm looking at his basketball reference right now, and his stats this year do not stand out. Yeah, that's from what the I rest said. of it's his not, like career, except yeah. the three point, except the three point shooting is is like a really really great. Yeah, but the uh, Warriors are really gonna drum it, try and drum up a warrior uh, an all star spot. They've already started it. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, Joe Lake PR machine is really going to yeah. go into high gear. We're going to hear a lot of people talking about how he's an all-star right now because so they can get access to like James Wise well, where do you, in the where, interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where do you where do you think uh, where do you think Wiggins is 
in the NBA in scoring. You said he's this like, year. like 19. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty good. Was that like it's top like, top 25? No. Top 30? Top 30, uh, yeah, it, top 35. He's 31. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, and Malcolm Brogdon both are scoring 19 a game. He's just behind uh, Miles Bridges and Darius Garland. Now, people are talking about Garland being yeah. a uh, big star. Yeah. And, and for me, that would be like, hmm. Well, because Dan Gilbert's handing out mortgages to these, these uh, all the team owners. <laughs> well, like, no, it's because one, a Cav has to make the All Star game, and it's like mm. you, that would be the one they would pick. Um, Yuck! It should be Mobley, though. Yeah. Um. All right, Sean. What's your next question? Okay. Next question: Who is your least favorite Warrior this season? Uh, mm. do you want uh, Chris Chioza? Yeah, Chris Chioza, of course. <laughs> yeah. Clear in the way the right answer. Sean, for me, it's uh, for me, it's Chris Chioza. <laughs> also, because sometimes I'll forget Chris Chioza came in the game, and because he kind of has the same shape as Steph Curry, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I'll see him getting ready to dribble or try to do virtually anything, and then I, I, my expectations are are raised for a second, and then I realize it's Chioza. And uh, I mean, the, everything gets terrible. See, the interesting thing about Chioza, um, even like, well, even though he, even though he really like doesn't want to shoot like a three pointer, he also doesn't want to shoot a two pointer. Yeah, and, and so, he also mm-hmm. uh, doesn't want to make like a simple pass or a difficult pass. Um, I just, I mean, I just don't know, like. I mean, Kenny Adkinson obviously has some sort of Geppetto puppet master thing going on with Chris Chioza, and I, I don't, I don't know. I think they should lean into it a little bit more because then we might like him a little bit more when we we see like their situation, how strange that is. But he is awful, and I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Sean, the worst. Um, yeah, there's I mean, not I even probably, a close I, second. No, no. I mean, no. even even like, I I feel like it's hard to even have the same level of frustration we have had in the past for perhaps Kavon Looney. Recent past. Like, I yeah. still don't care for him, uh, but there's, like, literally nobody that plays his position on this team, so you really can't, like, hate the only guy. Like, you're not going to hate the only water boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the water boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's... Well, the thing the thing you got to say about Kavon Looney is he is doing his best. <laughs> Man, he is. Good for him. He's been really those... good this year. Um, oh, good. He has been. <laughs> I, th- I think he's been Joey? good too. No, he's not an all star. <laughs> he's been That's really not even good this close. year. <laughs> um, all right, Sean, what's your next question? My next question is What annoys you the most about Warriors coach Steve Kerr? Sean, why don't you take this one? Oh, for me, it's his Twitter presence, for sure. <laughs> That's 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 more annoying than anything else. I'm actually pretty. Uh, I'm pretty. Uh, like I'm a I'm I'm sort of like a a vibe centric person when it comes to just coaching in general. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's like Kerr has good out of bounds plays, and it seems like he keeps the vibe good. That's like kind of all I'm looking for. <laughs> but his Twitter presence is like. Like keeps reminding me that of like, like the outsized power of baby boomers, uh-huh. and like I'm like, oh god, even the good ones like he's like trying to get eight, 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 e
yeah, he's like a pod John. He's like the fourth pod John. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. And like a lot of like, he reminds me of like an applause comedian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it's like, these are not difficult stances to take on the internet. When there is a, diff- a difficult stance, he's like, well, you know, I still want to golf never, with I've Robert never Sarver. met that Robert Sarver. Um, all yeah, right. this is. <laughs> uh, Elliot, what's your least favorite? What annoys you most about Steve Kerr? Well, the, the first thing that came to my mind was how uh, weak he is because he kept complaining about that spinal fluid leaking out of his body. <laughs> but then the second thing was Chris Chioza. <laughs> I just, I to... <laughs> it's easy. Uh, for me, it's um, the fact that uh, he well, he does not play Jonathan Kaminga enough. Oh, who's is so good by the way i don't know and, if we're gonna have another topic about him but he's so good and but it, anyway it drives me insane where like he'll finally put kaminga in at the end like the beginning of the fourth quarter and then they immediately go on a 7-0 run and then he pulls jonathan kaminga for kevon looney oh. <laughs> and immediately the game slows down a ton well, because because you know kevon taps him on the the shoulders like coach my hips they're they're, they're locking <laughs> All right, Kevon, get in there. Um, I would. Okay, can I can I ask just a quick audible question here? Wait, how much? Just play the drums. Yeah, my bad. The basketball I'm playing with in the room hit my hi hats. Sorry. <laughs> um, if you um, if his name was Kevin Looney. Wouldn't he annoy you like thirty percent less? Oh, for sure. I'm just so confused, and I think I'm just embarrassed. I don't know. I don't know this guy when I've seen him every day for like the past twenty seven <laughs> years. Doing, I think he's I been on the team. Like, Kavon, I ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like you really can't. You you can't like shout his name, yelling at the TV. You can't shout his name because you're every time you do it, you're like, is it right? Am I doing it right? I'm not. I'm just not sure. It's not even Kevon. Which would let you at least do the Elton John thing. I'd be like, and the pastor to keep on. Exactly. Can I be a rope man? The default starter. Uh, okay. Um, all right. One more. Mm-hmm. How long after the Warriors became a powerhouse did you stop yourself from binging on mock drafts and prospect ratings? For me, that extended uh, well into 2018. Oh, I would have to look at like real answer. I would have to look back to when they stopped getting decent draft picks Um, because then all of a sudden it became like, you know, I looked across the the dinner table and I'm looking at this computer. I'm like, I don't even know you like this isn't even this isn't even this is like totally the opposite because, man, we lived for those lived for mm-hmm. drafting mm-hmm. we would send each other mock drafts trade machines like this was our life this is mm-hmm. all we had El- all it was one like of the, the most NBA memorable time. days of my life was hank elliot drove up to my apartment in san francisco oh yeah, yeah the South day South. they drafted uh steph curry uh and before that we uh made fun of a bunch of pictures of michael jackson and then immediately got a text he that he died <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, yeah. And, and Steph Curry got drafted the same day. Same day. Yeah, 
Uh-huh. Jackson died, it, mm-hmm. and we holy uh, shit, and we ate at a, a Joey, breakfast. You should... Yeah, we ate at a breakfast restaurant, and I bought a playing co- pack card of Growing Pains mm-hmm. playing cards. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same day, big things happened that day. But Joey, I think that's if if you wanted to write something for Defector. That would be my pitch. The day Michael Jackson died and my life was ruined in one respect, but greatly blessed in another. Yes. Yeah, um, I remember jumping up and down in yeah, that room. Elliot and I jumped up and down, literally hugging each other because yeah. the Warriors picked the right guy for the yeah. first time in our lives. All signs pointed oh, I, to Jordan Hill, and then yeah. they didn't do Jordan Hill. And it was uh-huh. like, it was magical. <laughs> Um, Good times. Uh, all right, Elliot, you're from Sacramento. We have one last question for you. Well, you're not from Sacramento, but you live in Thank Sacramento. You. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, you're not Lady um, Oh, that'd be something. What would a Sacramento <laughs> Kings play-in tournament mean for the people of Sacramento? Okay, now this is – I could go off. Okay, I um, I am currently in a text and phone fiery conversation uh, over and over with somebody from the Sacramento Kings ticket place that keeps calling me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every time he calls me, I, I laid, I lied into him about how shameful Vivek and company should be, should, should be ashamed of themselves and how they, this fan base is rabid, rabid for this team that treats them so poorly. And because I know how that feels. We know how that feels. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I don't think you should be yelling at it about. Oh, he like it's commission. <laughs> hey, I'm sure I'm. Uh, I, I I lighten up his day because everybody else just says, "Why am I going to support this shit?" Goodbye. Um, when I'm I'm giving him reasons. I'm charts and graphs in him, man. Like this is great. And um, the team they they I went to I went to a, a Kings Spurs game on the 19th, and they beat the Spurs. I mean, that place was like rumbling, like it, it was it was the Spurs uh, and there was no deer and Fox. Like it was um, the the team would burn the city down if they were even announced that they are going into the play. <laughs> well, I would say as a uh, you were a, you were a hardcore Monte Ellis guy. I like yeah. Does it all we feel had. like the ghost of Monte Ellis sort of followed you to Sacramento in De'Aaron Fox? Because that's what I see is a guy who's gonna shoot a lot and look really and run really fast who is not that good at basketball. <laughs> I think um I think they should definitely move on from him. Like, like definitely move on from him. I don't. I know this is silly to say because there's no way Ben Simmons would actually play for the Sacramento Kings. But I think that would be a great move. Uh, and I think also, you know, you got to wash some stink off of you after so so much losing. Like, um, it, it's bad. Yeah, but it's Montel's would be a very fair comparison. Except De'Aaron Fox like doesn't. Um, you know, ride scooters, and we got those lime scooters everywhere around Sacramento. I, I haven't seen. I've seen Amari Stoudemire. I don't think on he would marry a cop either. He did see you. Did see Amari Stoudemire on a moped? Didn't you also see uh, Juwan Howard at the Juwan grocery Howard store? Yeah. at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I called him he... Mr. Howard. Yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. <laughs> Never mind. That's we got there. We got there. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's our episode. Sean, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, 
Um, yeah, you can watch my Zoom comedy show on the first Tuesday of every month. And that will land Golden Cinema. Check out Golden Cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elliot, what would you like to plug? I would like to plug um, people to check out Washington Wizards games because I just signed a 10-day hardship <laughs> protocol <laughs> contract with them. Um, no, uh, Folding Towels podcast uh, is – we just wrapped up season two. Um, so check that out wherever you get podcasts. Uh, it's We wrapped up season two because we're both fathers and we're both busy. And the podcast, um, we kept kicking it down the road. So, uh, yeah, that sounds really exciting. But, yeah, check that out. And also, if you are getting married and you'd like a DJ, uh, a DJ for the comedians as well, because uh, Dave Thomason, you know, yeah, did his wedding. So And I'll do your weddings whenever, guys. Just let me know. So, uh, Yeah, Elliot has done one family wedding for me. He actually was the DJ at a wedding I officiated. So actually, if you need a minister in the Bay Area, I'm also available for that. (laughs) And then he also uh, DJed uh, my twin aunt's birthday party. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. And also, if you need an MC. Yes. And if you need, um, that was at the Yacht Club, yes? That was at the St. Francis Yacht Club, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And if you need an MC for a wedding, Joey MC'd my wedding. So yeah, we we can start a little business here, fellas. Um, All right. Uh, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Munez, where on January 2nd, I tweeted, really the only purpose of sports is to make you depressed. I decided. <laughs> um, Christ. Uh, you know what? It's been a while, so I'm going to read a second one because this one is also really good. Uh-huh. De- December, where on December 21st, 2021, I tweeted, I did dance cardio today and I hired a lawyer. Merry Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Check on that your friends. That was so ominous. I can't believe how that one really bothered me. Huh. Uh, Sean, did you write a song? You know what? This is not a new song, but it is a song. Uh, specifically our for our guest Elliot, it's a song I collaborated with uh, with Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. and it's oh, about no. a magical summer day, summer league game, mm-hmm. when uh, John Shire was poked oh, in the eye by Joe Inglis's dirty, dirty Joe Inglis's dirty, dirty fingernail, uh, and it's called "I'm John Shire." And Elliot, what did you yell when that happened to John Shire? As loud as anybody would have ever said it. That's how we do it in the Bay. Uh-huh. And then uh, his his parents, who were sitting uh, a row in front of us, got up and ran to the court. And then we were yeah. so embarrassed, we left the game. And then as oh. we were walking out of the arena, an ambulance pulled up. Never to play another game. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Um... Thanks for coming, Elliot. Love you Thanks. very much. Thanks. Hey, great, Elliot. Uh, I, I, big time, long time. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> All right. Trust the process. Fun. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Don't yell things at Summer League. <laughs> <laughs> Can't afford it now. <laughs> Hey, little girl, is your dad around when he plays defense? Does he slap the ground well? I'm skinny as a wild. Oh, I'm John Shire.
Tell me now, baby, is he white and slow? Does Kyle Sigler call him just to say hello? I think Miles Plumley retired. Oh, 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 I'm John Shire. Sometimes it's like Joe Ingles took his fingernail itchy and dull And he jammed that thing right inside my eyeball At night I wake up with revenge on my mind But I can't shoot Joe because I'm legally blind Knowing Smith is on the waiver wire For your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.